There he is. Uh-oh. Here I am. How are you? Good. Yourself? I'm good. just thinking about this conversation you know i, I got i get were, you, were you thinking were you prepping i mean we have we've had people that have rehearsed on one end of the spectrum done a couple trial runs with friends <laughs> no and then you and then you have my wife who seems to have just like plopped it right down into it and said what's this all about even though she's listened to them all I think so, that's the key. I just, I've just listened to all of them like five times. So hopefully, you know, that just gets you in the right mindset and then you can just kind of, kind of be off the cuff. I think that's, it, it needs to be fresh. I will be, this was kind of a busy week for me. So usually, so this was a cut and paste of other people's questions oh, no. to be frank. So you, you've got a, you got a pretty light pretty repertoire light load. if you've been paying attention. Uh Oh, this so, is a test then. All right. Though, give me the first one, which is, tell me about your life. Obviously, I stepped away from day-to-day work uh, at the end of 2018, um, and it was pre-pandemic, which was wonderful, and yep. 2019 was about as as great as I could have scripted it. Consulted for five months, you know, doing things that I was very good at, so did it from yep. home, didn't have to go to an office except for maybe once or twice. And uh, then did some traveling, international traveling, followed up, saw people, actually managed to see people that I had just retired working Mm -hmm. with, which was exciting. So that was a great transition. Finished up about a month before the wedding, Jana's wedding, had a great wedding trip, saw friends, spent time in New England. I mean, it was just perfect. Finished up the year with a little consulting. So that's exactly how I wanted it. Travel, a little bit of work not too much, a little bit of travel, perfect, a little bit of golf, everything. And then COVID hit. Um, so you got to cut the 2020 double and you, had moved, you had moved by then? Yeah, part of that 19 transition, which was perfect, was as I finished up the five months consulting, it was time to move right before the wedding. So we did that, moved up here to the mountains. I mean, it was just, you know, you couldn't have drawn it up any better. If I could just, you know, that's, yeah. that's retirement to me. That's just giving yeah. back, working, but not stressful working. Yeah. Perfect. Um, on your own terms. On my own terms, exactly right. And traveling. I mean, I mean, I couldn't ask for a better consulting arrangement, you know, a two-week trip to Asia yeah. and Europe, right. uh, doing what I like to do, meet people, talk about what we did, talk about strengths, opportunities. Excellent. That all got crazy during COVID, I imagine. It, it did. I mean, the consulting... I don't mind working from home, but I have to say I'm kind of old school. The consulting that I like to do um, is to see what people are doing and give them inputs and kind of progress them in that sense or look for opportunities for improvement, um, which I did a little bit of in the fourth quarter of uh, 19. And then when you can't do that and it's all sitting in front of the terminal, that gets a little that gets a little old fast. I am doing some phone work consulting in supply chain telephonically. I, I did one yesterday, which was fun. 
uh, where you're talking about people in the market space that I'm familiar with. So that's that's good, and it keeps you keeps you thinking, yeah. uh, keeps you talking. Because I think that's the one thing um, that you miss maybe yeah. when you step away from day to day is you're not talking the same language with the same people or with business people. And I think that's fun. I enjoy that. I enjoy that banter and you don't have that, but you lose your, you kind of lose your touch. You lose your skills. When I listen to these podcasts and, you know, people who are working every day, they're on their game. They have that elevator pitch down. They're synced with their answers. Very polished. Don't wander. So they're not they're The knife becomes a little duller if you're not sharpening it every day with that kind of interaction. And the synapses just don't, go as fast and that's yeah. partly not testing them every day and part of its age yeah right <laughs> well but it compounds if you yes exactly if it's both yeah exactly so tell me about the there's this old chestnut for better or worse but not for lunch which is really getting to the point so this is um sometimes when especially men give up their day job yep. and are hanging around the house more, yep. it can create a little friction, especially for a stay at home partner yep. who's kind of got their gig. Yep. And now all of a sudden you're in their space yep. and it's like you're loading the fucking dishwasher yep. at 913 in the morning. That's yep. not how I've been doing it for 25 years. Yes. Better for better or worse, but not for lunch, meaning get the frick out of my house. How is that whole, how is that? Have you seen any of that? Is that dynamic? Cause you got, you got a double whammy of that. You went better or worse plus COVID. So it's not like you could go on a business trip for two weeks and give Debbie some room. That's what I'm saying. 2019, you draw it up that way. Take a trip off for a couple of days. It got to the point where there was a trip out to the eastern part of the state where Debbie joined me at the end of the consulting trip. Oh yeah, all positive. All positive. And and I think I think without COVID, it's for better. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of great dynamics that Debbie and I. Is what you're saying 2020, we're hiding the knives at certain days. Yes, yes, we're hiding the knives. We're hiding the knives, right. We're, We're in the crawl space fixing something. We don't know what, but we think it's a good place to be. Uh, so I think how, how have you navigated that, though? I mean, you guys are still together. How have you navigated the new dynamic of being together so much? Debbie's gone back to work. That oh, right. Yeah. So that was a yes. That was maybe a um, intentional or unintentional dynamic. That's correct. She got out of the house a few days a week to go do something. That's right. I mean, as long as there was some consulting and there was some differentiation, yeah. and you could go out. I think that's that's the worst thing about you've hit two spots. I think what you lose when you step away from being at an office or on a lot of calls is collaboration that yep. stress on it. And I think when COVID hits, uh, you lose your external communication and comparison. Yeah. In other words, when you're when the couple goes out in public yeah. and you get to see other people interacting, you yeah. kind of go, hey, I got a good deal. This is this is really yeah, yeah. what we've got. And when you don't have that comparison, it's like Yeah, it's a bubble. It's a bubble. 
And yeah. I mean, the bubble you're, almost, right you're, almost, you're almost on the International Space Station with That's somebody. Right. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. In other words, if I'm going to Mars, I'm going alone. Yes. Right. <laughs> uh, yes. Good, good comeback. No, I mean, I will say that's one thing for my relationship in that just the particular, we were less, we had less Delta mm -hmm. than many because Becky's been at home for a long time. Right. And I was still able to go to the office every day and have. Right. Because um, there was nobody else here effectively. So I was, uh, and, and so I would have, I, I think we would have really, really, really struggled if I was working from the attic all day, every day. Yeah. yeah. And again, the fact that you can't, you know, and, and what we did early COVID, which worked very well, even yeah. though we were our own bubble is exercise. Yeah. Which was great, which yeah. worked really well. What happened is as things went on and the seasons changed, it got colder. We decided not to do as much outdoor stuff. Yeah. And now all of a sudden the yeah. bubble is getting smaller. Yeah. Yeah. So as long as you can exercise, we, we hiked much more than I ever thought. So that's great for your health, but it's also great for your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So we did some new things together. And as long as we can do those new things together, it's a whole new chapter that's great yeah. relationship-wise. I think when you can't do some of that, it gets... You get who's, De who, who's Debbie's celebrity crush? For years, early on, she loved Kevin Costner. Now, I don't know if that's still true, uh, but that was, that was a squeeze back then. Yeah, he's 84 now, I think, isn't he? Yeah, but you know, you, you got to put it in perspective, Mike. No, <laughs> I, can't, I can't be going after, you know, Selena Gomez. That's creepy, you know? I mean, no, even my no. now are... Half your age plus are, half the rule, for those of you in our audience who aren't familiar with the Mike rule, oh. the creepy line is half your age plus seven. Mm. See, I, so I, Selena I, I, Gomez is still a little below the line for you. Oh, absolutely. Uh, like, so yeah, who's I mean, your celebrity crush yeah, keeping like, with uh, keeping above the half your age plus seven rule? Oh, yeah. I think, you know, it'd have to be a, a Zeta Jones, Captain Zeta yeah. Jones or a uh, Kathy Ireland. I mean, contemporaries of of my time that were certainly a pro age appropriate then. And I think. Well, know, as long as your celebrity crush is age appropriate, Mark, that's we're go. all that's good. Important. That's important. What's your favorite word? Collaboration. I like that word. What's one thing you would have done differently? I may have tried to do something different with Ludlow. Uh, when I was in a position and, and was asked, and, and Marty and I had a lot of discussions about it, um, we took a lot of things into consideration when we decided to get out. Yeah. Um, and I think it's the right call. I mean, I think it was the right call, certainly for him and for the family. Yeah. Um, but as I look back, I, I should have taken a little more risk. Yeah. Maybe pushed back, not at him, yeah. but, but said, you know, guys, maybe this is a little more my baby. Maybe I can do something. If you guys are willing oh, yeah. to yeah. ride yeah. along. Yeah. That's take, interesting. Take the risk because yeah. I think I really miss it. I mean, I, I look yeah. at what you and Barry have done and, and some of the kind of chapter twos. Yeah. That was a, that was an interesting crossroad for me. Yeah. And I think, I made decisions based on what I thought was overall the best thing, but not very selfish. It was like a, okay, this yeah. is the best thing for everybody else and I'll make it work. And, and it worked out fine. And I don't have any 
major regret. But maybe been a little bolder there. I mean, that's kind of yeah. the Obama, uh, kind of, you know, you listen to Obama talking about if you had to do the presidency o- over, that's kind of his answer. Yeah. Like, yeah. I felt I was doing the right thing. I was felt I was dealing with all these constraints and. Right, right. But, you know, and we I think, been- and maybe with Biden, you're seeing like, I think for a guy who can barely walk anymore, he's going for it. He may, he may get shut down, but he's not being timid. Like, I'm $2 trillion infrastructure? Screw it. Let's go. But I think it's important, just the flip side of that, is to say yeah. what turned out, I think, yeah. was, a great, was great for me in yeah. a lot of other respects. So there was an unintended consequence and benefit to doing that. Yeah, no regrets. Just well, and Interestingly, I, I will tie it into your 25-year-old. Yeah. I think as a 25-year-old, it's a similar thing. I think I would have stayed in California yes. and, and, and kind of kept doing the California thing. I made the same kind of thing. An opportunity opened up in the same company yeah. with transfer you and I kind of took it yeah. and it was right to come back to the family. But I mean, I was traveling more back then and I could have made that work as well. And I'm, I'm always intrigued. I, I avoided a little extra risk and maybe, yeah. maybe no, it was I, the same thing. So, no, I think it's, um, you know, you try to share your life experiences with your kids, right? Yeah. I mean, I do think that's part of being a parent. And I do think, you know, after after you've been around the track a few times, yeah. I think most people of our age have very few regrets related to trying something, mm-hmm. right? You hear them more talk about... I should have taken that job. I should have tried, you know, it, it's usually uh, something they didn't do versus something they did that didn't work out, you know? So if there's anything to pass on to the next generation, which is within reason, go for it. Right. Right. And it's a, it's a long game. I mean, I think it's that's a long the game thing. and you got plenty of time to kind of correct mistakes. I think is that's the, that's the thing you have perspective on that you maybe yeah. don't when you're 26, yeah. which is it didn't work out, you know, knock wood, you've got plenty of chances to kind of nudge your way back to where it is is a different thing. For me, the only, I, I think about going to graduate school it's in California versus um, Harvard and it's worked out and all that, but it's like, you know, that would have been that was a tougher riskier experience going yeah. and doing two years in california but i think again if you know 58 if i yeah. doing a doing two years in california i would have really enjoyed and i think but you know relationship with becky was strong enough it was that would have not been a thing she never even right you know weighed in that she wanted me to stay but well, yeah, and me, you're the same way. I mean, I think yeah. I would have been longer in California. I was there for two years. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I can stay longer, and I'm I'm not encumbered. I'm I'm young. Yeah. I'm single. This is the time to do and kind of do yeah. it all. And I'm like, eh. What magic would you like to have? If you could have like a magic power, what magic power would you love to have? Uh, th- th- this is a two-parter. I think I think initially when I thought of this question, um, teleportation would be cool. Because yeah. that would render a lot of the COVID stuff, you know, we could bring COVID to its 
the, the COVID limitation somewhat to its knees by being- Yeah, no, you could go have a drink with Jana and pop home for dinner. Exactly, and where they are, and, and they don't have to worry about coming to see, I could go yeah. see them and that'd be great. Um, I think, I think though, and maybe this is a, is this a remedial superpower maybe? My, my, my 1A answer is photographic or a perfect memory. Because I find myself losing so many facts and things. I feel, you know, yeah. you feel stupid when you get old because you can't retrieve. And if I could retrieve better, that would put off one of the only things I worry about getting old. So that would be a great superpower. But that's kind of a fix-it superpower versus a, you know. Yeah. No, that's really cool. One of the benefits is you can watch an old movie again and it's like new. Friends are that way too. <laughs> Uh, and, and when it gets to be family, then it really has a whammy, you know? <laughs> you can meet your wife all over again. What would your kids say is your worst habit? They would say I I probably am a little too accommodating. Certainly Drew would business-wise. I think Jana probably would. Maybe maybe Elena too. So they're a little more hard-nosed. Absolutely. Thank God for Debbie. Name one thing you like about Pam. Oops, that's a cut and paste. Well, while, while we're at it. Wait a minute. That's a, that's not a good. Are we going there this summer? I, can I decline that one? You can reverse. There's, There's always the reverse There's option. There's I don't like about Pam. How about that? Is that the right answer? No. One thing you like about Pam. One thing I like. I think about that was Pam. a Barry question, but I they got cut and pasted into it. But while we're here, wow, why don't we just, why don't you just answer it? And then we'll have you answer it about Debbie too. I think I like, I like her emotion. I like, she's a, she's a little, she can be soft. I think when, when, when it's nice. And I think when you look at all. Yeah, she's nice. She's nice and empathetic. Yes. So, and that's a little bit like me. And I sense, I, I see a, a kindred spirit in her. One thing you like about Deb. Oh, what's not to like? One, 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 I know, blah, 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 one thing. <laughs> One oh, thing. there's so many things I could go on for hours. Yes, but one just you got to distill it down into the essence of your wife. I love her creativity. I love that she can shape our home mm. and, and, and just make it not only warm, but beautiful. Yeah, that's a superpower. That's a superpower. And it's just it just makes it easy, especially well, when you're bubble, especially when you're bubbling. Yeah, especially when you're when you're for better or worse, but not for lunch. What, um, oh, I forgot it. What is overrated? Just speaking your mind is overrated. Got it. So sometimes a little better filter would be. Absolutely. Yeah. What would you like to be much better at? Or a little better at? What would you like to be better at? Well, I'd love to be a little better at golf. But I think, I, I, I think this is more of a, reflection no that's a good answer if that's your answer you like to be a lighter at golf makes yeah. you happier i think well in general though i think maybe a little more global um i'd like to be a little more in your face competitive i don't i don't get into you know the mono mono battle blood thirst except on the ping pong table but that's yeah that's that's too isolated you know what I mean? Just I like that, I like to compete in a friendly fashion. I dislike I, I find it less enjoyable to compete in a you know in a knife fight. 
that does that bother you? Does what bother me? That you're that you're not, yeah, knife fighter. Well, sometimes I, I and I think when you when you sign up for the for for the the family club we're in, I think it'd be fun to be a little bit more, you know, not the guy who just kind of rolls with it. The guy you know is ready to you know. All right, let's go. I think yeah. that's that's you know that's why I don't play a lot of cards. I just yeah. I just, I like to do it for fun and laugh about it, and but I don't, you know. No, it's interesting. You're kind of on the other end of the spectrum. De- Debbie doesn't like to play. Right. Debbie and Reese are in the camp of they don't like to play because they're so bothered when they lose. Yep. They don't want that emotion. And you don't want to play because you'd rather not kind of the the, the middle of the curve is feels too competitive. Yeah. What is underrated? I think collaboration is underrated. And I know that's a, that's kind of a dangerous. That's also your favorite word. Yeah. I think, I I think it's, it's underrated because I think no matter what you do, even if you are Henry Ford, you've got to figure out how to put a team together and make something bigger. Yeah. And I think we've got a lot of talented individuals in our family, in our collective family. So that sounds a little weird. But I think when you are that talented or our family or the individuals mm-hmm. are that talented and you can get people to collaborate, yeah, then you then you just don't win the game. You just you win bigger than that. Yeah. And I think that's underestimated today. It's all, you know, I think too often. No, I, I, listen, I think that's a very good insight. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I use the word teamwork. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And, I, you know, it's I think it's kind of a myth that great things are accomplished by these, you know, individuals. They set the tone. They're important. They're essential. Yeah. Don't get me there's, wrong. There's definitely, there's definite leadership. Yes. But I think it's over because it becomes, a, it's, a, it's, listen, people like stories mm-hmm. and it's a real simple story to have the hero, the Tom Brady, the Elon Musk, et cetera. Even, even, the great inventors, if you really break it down, they're most of the time their breakthroughs were built on lots of other people kind of getting them to the one yard line. Edison, Ford, any of the yeah. big guys that I find, I mean, that's my most fascinating time is like the industrial yeah. revolution. Yeah. That's when you, I mean, when you see how these guys, they were insanely talented, but then they, it managed to just make it bigger. I mean, and 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 yeah. to your credit, I think if you look at AVG, it's your idea, it's you're running it, you're leading it. But what you're doing is you're building a team because at some point it gets so big yeah. that you've got to create an environment. You've got and it's yeah. yours. I mean, our tagline is our tagline is we're network powered VC. The power is not, and really it's what we what we say to people, kind of our elevator pitch is. If you become part of our group, you can do better in this asset class by being with us than anybody could do on their own, no matter how good you are. Right. And so, you know, I, I, you know, one of the reasons I love to hire athletes, I was, I was, I was interviewing or mentoring a young person and he had read my blog about why I hire athletes. And it's like, they're part of a team. They, they know how to kind of, focus on the greater good they know how to grind which i think you know if you like edison 
You know, he's a, you know these these guys were grinders. The Wright brothers, they yep. just worked their ass off every day. And it's not just like, oh, I had this brilliant idea and showed up and it happened. Right. You know, that's that's a myth, I think, that, again, I think is perpetuated again because it creates a real great movie or story, but very rarely, very rarely true. And I think it misrepresents things. Do you have a collection? Do you collect anything, Mark? Uh, I got a number of golf um uh markers uh, yeah green markers green that i've collected when i you know i usually get them only at you know the the real special the masters you know pinehurst real special yeah. courses but you display them um i haven't i've really just spent time collecting them and but i would think well, if, you, if you knew somebody creative she could yeah, probably figure like, out a way to display to your display yeah. your golf markers there right. your ball markers i think what i'd like to do is i now in in retirement uh one of the aspects is obviously to travel more and to you know get one from the british go to you know go to some of these courses yeah uh and throughout the u.s as well i mean i, I haven't been to pebble beach i passed it a number of times i love the area but i've never been there so i i think i'd like to expand it and then i if i if i had enough pieces I wouldn't call it a big collection. And so I have to expand the collection to really make it worthwhile. Then turn it over to my creative director. Yeah, good plan. Are you in chapter three or chapter four? As you know, I've got kind of this, I'm trying to get people to decline the use of the word retirement. Yes. And increase the word, like I'm in, in chapter three. Right. Are you in chapter three or four or five? How do you, th how would you, how would you describe the chapters of your life and what chapter are you in? That's a new question. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously to me, well, I guess you can subdivide. It's a, it's a big book. It's getting to be big. Um, all right. So break it down into chapters. All right. You got your early family life, you know, your, your, your youthful years. Then I think you've got your, you know, once you graduate college, college to when you meet your significant other all right so there's chapter one is growing up through college correct for mark all right for mark. chapter two chapter two is on your own prior to building the family got it so there's a little overlap there yeah yeah sure then there's, then there's family yeah and i think at least in my life family and work kind yeah. of went together so there's yeah. a there's a transition there that was that was that was one chapter for you one was chapter, yeah right mm -hmm. right um, and then you get into post day to day you get you get yeah or what most people would call chapter two yeah for me it's but this is more for you this is more chapter four chapter four you're and now it, and 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 like you said 2019 was kind of the, the ish yeah that would be a chapter be the beginning, beginning of chapter four right beginning of chapter four and in chapter four I think. When you're talking about that, you know, you may either consult in that chapter mm -hmm. or you may get philanthropic. You may get mm -hmm. into Habitat, that kind of thing. And then I think uh, you're still traveling. So that's in that chapter. Mm -hmm. That's a great chapter. Everybody's going to read that chapter. Um, and, then, and then the next chapter is your kids' kids. Yeah. Because I think, you know, you really want to, we want to travel and see them before they have the kids, obviously, yeah. as they're settling. Um, but I think our, another real value is when you then meet the grandkids and be, and help with the grandkids. 
and you're still what, if you, what if you don't have any grandkids uh then you still visit them i mean yeah. then that's okay that's okay you know, that's, that'll work not that there's any pressure out there on these no pressure no pressure to, no, breed, I, to breed and reproduce and become I, part I, of the cult yeah no i i i think i don't get a sense i'm gonna put my kids on the spot i don't get a sense that any of them don't want children but I think they want it in that brocade of I'm working, I'm accomplishing, yeah. and I want kids. And yeah. I think I, there's a chance that Debbie and I can have a great role in that. And we yeah. want to have a role in it if we can help. Because yeah. um, we think we've, we think we're okay with kids. We think we've done an okay job. Yeah, I think so too. Your three kids. I have three kids, yes. Give me their spirit animal. Okay, the animal that doesn't sleep and moves very, well, I don't know, cheetahs sleep, cat, big cats sleep a lot, but they also move at light speed. So I would say Jana's probably- Jana's a big cat. Big cat, moves fast, changes direction quickly, you know, you know. High heart rate, that's well, like a cheetah, probably a cheetah. Cheetah, I think cheetah's good, yeah. She's a, she's right. a cheetah. Jana's a, Jana's a cheetah. Elena is, um, entertaining in my books she's always entertaining to me she's always got an interesting viewpoint on things who would have an interesting viewpoint Watch. i got it but i don't want to say it until you say it like a giraffe has an interesting viewpoint but yeah. that's not really the right animal or some really exotic bird see that's where i was going yeah i think that would be good for, for i was going like a I was going to like a one of those macaw parrot type. Yes. Okay. Very, very, you know, yeah. Great to watch. Colorful, interested. Yeah. Interesting. And you get focused and you get mesmerized yeah. watching them do what they do and how they do it and very entertaining. All right. Let's call her a macaw. Macaw. Good. All right. Drew. Drew. Oh. I'm thinking Drew is a horse. I like a horse. I like a horse. <laughs> I like a horse. I think he can run a strong race and he can be really good at it, but he can also run different races and he can move around to different. different I like it. He could be a workhorse or a racehorse. I think, I think you nailed it. There you go. Okay. So tricky Mark, Drew tricky edit job, but make that flow right out of the Jan and Elena discussion. I got one. Now I have one more question uh, that you didn't ask. You're, you're, you're out of time. What do you mean? Come on, my wife had three and a half days. I, yeah, but I, she only, but she only got through four questions. You have to realize I've joined the louder family. Okay, I, I never get a chance to speak. Okay, you, I'm a you, listener. You. I got to talk. Um, who would you have lunch with or dinner with? Me? No, no, no. That was the oh, question. that's the question I should have asked you. Yes. Who? What person, dead or alive, non-family? Oh, non-family non-family okay because right. it's like you can give two answers you can do the family but i also want the non-family not the non-family guy would be one of those industrial revolution innovators henry ford you don't have problems with the whole racist thing i do but i'd want to explore that what okay. where is that coming from i mean it was and it's before a lot of you know it's it's the pro-Nazi thing? Ask him about that. Yeah, what's going on? Well, what's going be, on with that? Right, and I'd be curious to... But you could focus, I mean, it's a lunch. Right. You don't have to go there. You just want to focus on, like, the business side. Right, because they're very... I mean, he was hugely, yeah. amazingly huge. enough, huge in huge. collaboration. 
Yeah. I mean, the people he worked with and interacted with, and then just his inspirational quotes. So there's got to be a disconnect as to why the anti-Semitic thing is out there. And I'd want to explore that. The family thing is, I, you know, I'd love, I'd love to be able to talk to, I'd love to get the sons-in-law together and talk to Marty again. Because I think I learned so much from Marty. Yeah. And uh, he gave me so now, much. In the, in the kind of the magic world, yeah. they would love to get an update. Yep. And I'd like to hear his yeah. take on the same thing you just explained. Because yeah. I, I think there's a lot of him in, in, in our experiences and what yeah. we've brought to the business world in varying degrees. And I think it's been very interesting. And I think it would be a follow-up for him to say, hmm, I, I made you do that. Or I didn't make you do that. Huh, interesting. Yeah. You're still a beer guy or you moved into craft cocktails? Uh, beer guy. Love craft beer. Love sampling the experiential. Are you, a, are you an IPA guy? Where's your, what's your, what's your niche within the beer genre? It, it's grown into IPAs. I was never an IPA guy. And now because of the differentiation and the diversity you can get in IPAs, I think they're just phenomenal. You know, it's like saying I like red wine. No, yeah. what, what does that mean? So same way with IPAs. Have but you I thought love, about brewing your own? Yeah, I'd like to. And maybe that's one of those uh, next thing, next chapters will be working with, for, involved with some of the local breweries here to get my... Team. I think you should start your own micro nano brewery. Nano brewery. There you go. In the that's crawl space, in the crawl space that I've, you know, during the bubble, I've kind of... It's now finished, tiled. For it's better or worse, but not for lunch because he's out making his nano brew. There you go. Let me ask you, Mike. You got, yeah. To close, right? Isn't there? Isn't there a question I get to ask? Or you have more? Oh, by the way, bourbon. Bourbon is the bourbon is the the cocktail migration. Just a great bourbon. Same thing. I'm gonna have a bourbon drink tonight. Do you have a go-to? Uh, Maker's Forty Six. Do you have a cocktail or are you just, you're a straight up guy? I'm a straight up, a little crushed ice water, kind of that. I, I can, I can feel Marty's influence there. Just, you know, make, keep it, keep the bourbon good. Keep, keep it pure methanol. There you go. There you go. Jazz it up with any flavors or nuance. <laughs> just now, I mean, you, give me, give me that Mark. Give me that. Uh, what is he Manhattan guy? Yeah, well, and you know that's the bourbon and the makers. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. A good, a good smoked, smoked Manhattan is smoky, very special. Smoky Manhattan. Smoky Manhattan, where they actually smoke the glass. Last, do I get a question for you? Like, yeah, you've asked me like four, but go okay. ahead. I want. I'm, I'm here for you. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I got to be assertive. You know, <laughs> um, what, what, what's your next chapter? This chapter. You know, next I am so happy. No, no, but you got it. You got to have a next chapter. This isn't the end. This is another chapter in the book. What is it? I think it's very much. I would. I. I might argue that this is the last chapter. Wow. I think. Um, obviously, there's um, assuming health. Sure. Um, and for me, this chapter includes things related to being a little more nomad. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I definitely, Becky and I really want to get out of New Hampshire in the winter, you know, and I think there's a mix of the amount, of, you know, and this has been such a narrow year for all of us with no travel and things like that. But I, 
yeah, I mean, I'm, I, I, I like this chapter a lot with a little more travel and a little more nomad and a little more off time. But I, you know, I, I'm a creative business person and I have a great platform to be a creative business person. Right. And it's like, if you, if you love to sing, you know, there's a lot of 70 year olds uh, still making music, right? And maybe not as good. I get it. And maybe in a slightly different tempo and range, Mm -hmm. but I, you know, I, I like getting up every day and doing what I do. The days go really fast. I get to interact with really smart people. I get to learn things. It's, I've um, been really, really lucky to craft a life that I, you know, get to share with my best friend and it's good. So I, you know, yeah, well, I'd be doing the same thing at 80 as I do today. Of course not. But I, but I, but I could see doing some, you know, older person version of it because I, you know, I, I really, really like what I do. All right. It was fun. It was fun. I enjoyed it. I thank you very much for the opportunity to speak. And let's see if Drew can kind of get this edited within a week. Wow. He had a tough week, big week at school. He was working really, really hard. It had nothing to do with his girlfriend hanging around. Okay. All right. As long as you say. (laughs) All right, buddy. Thank you very much for the opportunity. It was fun. We'll see you soon, hopefully live. Yes, that'd be great. All right. Be well. Thanks.